Welcome back, or just welcome, if this is your first time here with me. My name is Amy Skinner. I am the host of this podcast titled Unseen Connections. We are running with a season two. It has been an entire year, plus a few days, since I launched this podcast. So the anniversary date was June 14th, so we are officially one years old. That's pretty cool to say. I feel like the last year, so much has happened and having this podcast in my life has really helped me get through a lot of it and the time feels right to bring it back, to come into this re-emergence. So if you have been here for the previous podcasts, thanks for returning If this is new for you, thanks for joining. I really like to style these podcasts in a way where I just open things up to flow. That's how I operate best. And this season is going to be unique to itself because, of course, the energy is always changing. I started this podcast not really sure how it was going to (laughs) go. Just having the desire to reach more people, reach people in different ways. I teach yoga and that was a way that I was able to use my voice and broadcast what was on my heart. And I love that. I love that so much. And I wanted to be able to offer that vibe to others that may not make it into the yoga room with me whether that's for reasons of distance or resistance or what have you. This is just another format to ride the wave with me. (laughs) So if you are open-minded and open-hearted, you are going to have a blast. That is the best way to show up and receive. So I have so much that I want to dive into with you and let's just get things started how we typically do with a little bit of breath work just to get you calm and centered and steady. And the reason why I start with breath work is it helps calm my nervous system (laughs) and it'll help calm yours too. And that is a place of experience for you to really attach to the understanding of the unseen. When you tap into your own experience inside of your own body, that is the life that you're living. That is your own movie. That's what's going on and where everything begins and ends. So that's where we're going to begin. So find yourself in a comfortable position, whether you are seated whether you are lying down, and if you are safe and able to, I invite you to close your eyes. And as you close your eyes, just start to find your breath. Scan your mind into your heart and notice your lungs. And just notice what happens with the rise of your inhale 
Notice how your chest moves. Notice how your shoulders reach up towards your ears. Notice how there's an expansion around your heart. And then begin to notice what happens with your exhale. Notice how your shoulders gently drop. Maybe there's a slight contraction within your abdomen. And just shift your breath here with me for a moment just to move some energy through your body because we want to clear the channel. So take a nice inhale, deep breath in through the nose. Let it roll out through your mouth, relax into your shoulders. And allow yourself that ease of motion. Take an inhale, deep breath in. Relax it through the shoulders, out through the mouth. And just see how much you allow yourself to let this happen. Take an inhale. Exhale through the mouth. Good. Deeper and deeper surrender. Take an inhale in. Exhale out through the mouth. Nice breath in through the nose. Exhale out through the mouth. If you're in a place that you're able to move your arms, take an inhale, reach your hands all the way up towards the sky. Take up a nice big stretch. As you exhale, bend the elbows wide beside you. Draw your shoulder blades down your back. Fingers are spread wide. Inhale, reach your hands back up to the sky. Exhale, bend the elbows wide. Bring them into cactus arms. Fingers are spread wide. Shoulder blades rolling down your back. And inhale, reach back up towards the sky. Exhale, open the elbows wide. Four more. Deep breath in. Exhale to open. Inhale to reach. Exhale to open. One more time. Big reach to the sky. Exhale, open wide. Pausing with your elbows wide and lined with your shoulders. Maybe they're a little bit lower than your shoulders. Take a nice breath in through the nose. Draw your shoulder blades and elbows back towards one another, arching through the spine. Heart drives forwards. As you exhale, round through your spine, bringing your hands and your elbows closer together in front of you. And inhale, take your open heart. Bring your elbows back. Heart driving forwards. Deep breath into the heart. Exhale, round and contract, drawing your spine backwards like a seated cat-cow. Inhale to open, feeling your elbows draw wide. And exhale to round. Two more times. Inhale, open the elbows wide, exposing the heart. Exhale, round through the spine. Elbows and hands come together towards you in front of the body. Inhale to open. And exhale to contract. Last one. Inhale to open. Exhale to contract. Rounding into the spine. Inhale. Open wide for the last one. And then as you exhale, this time draw your elbows into the side of your body. And just letting your hands come to rest, maybe on your legs, maybe on the arms of your chair. 
maybe on the floor. Just notice the vibrating energy rushing through you. How alive the body feels as you've invigorated it with your breath. The blood is flowing. Everything is moving. And this is lesson 101. <laughs> In some of the things that I've learned over the last few months that... Before I am ready to sit and focus, I need to move some energy from my body. And how I choose to do that will look different each day. And uh, the sentiment was echoed by my mom <laughs> recently. My mom is a lady ahead of her time sometimes. And she's definitely been somebody that I resisted for so long because her voice was different in the sea of other people as I was growing up. But... Now that I'm an adult and I'm getting deeper into all of the practices and things I understand to be true for myself, I've taken what she's provided me and run with it even further to the point where I'm teaching her things. <laughs> so it's really fun to have conversations with my mom, but sometimes it's uh, an interesting place of resistance because she is still my mom. <laughs> she has definitely still created a lot of um, subconscious beliefs and I'm at a place where I understand that it's it was done the same for her too and I'm just the one that's becoming aware of a lot of patterns that I'm breaking for myself and offering the information to her as well so that she can also do the work to break that pattern for herself and free herself from that um, chain of behavior as well as my ability to um, respond differently when I feel aggravated when she finds a, a pressure point or a bruise that I'm like, ooh, there's something in there. <laughs> because that's what our parents do. They're, they're really good at finding those, those um, pressure plates because we also kind of created them. <laughs> so it's really interesting. It's really interesting when you step yourself out of... Um, the circle and the cycle and and uh, you really start to regain a sense of control back over your own um, mind and body but to get back into the sentiment my mom was echoing she firmly believes that kids when they arrive at school that they should be made to run walk crawl whatever you need to do two laps around the field outside or in the gym, whatever, before they come in and sit down for instruction. Just because you need to move energy. And it's so funny that we expect children to sit still and yet so many of us adults aren't even able to sit still and focus on things. And I don't view children any different than adults other than they haven't lived here as long. <laughs> in this lifetime and, and we are guides for them. So I find that there's a, there's this happy balance of I'm going to let you make your own choices and see what you do with them. And then at some point, if I need to, I'm going to pull rank <laughs> just because there's like, you know, a safety feature here or there's something that I see that I can deposit for you that you can pick up and try on and use for yourself. And 
I recognize that as I strengthen my connection with my stepdaughter, who is now 10, as I strengthen my connection with her, again, it's a mirror for me to learn deeper about myself. And I, I, I love it as much as it's also very revealing in its own right. But I love growth. I love self-reflection. I love self-awareness. I love not having to repeat shitty cycles and patterns of behavior that actually harm me in the long run. Who wants to sit in this pit of crappy despair, (laughs) right? Like for me, it's, I want inner peace. And so it's figuring out what are the, what are the things I need to do, change, adapt to in order to gain inner peace? Because that to me is, is the greatest version of success there ever is. Inner peace is, uh, inner peace is the new black. (laughs) So movement of energy through moving your body, through breath work, if you like to dance. Um, Some people like to jog, some people like to go to the gym. Whatever it is, if you can get up in the morning and sometimes I just like windmill my arms. (laughs) or I'll do a twist in my spine and literally it can be just like a minute or two minutes long it doesn't have to be anything crazy it's just getting you into this building of momentum for your day that's what comes to my mind is building the momentum and as I build the momentum internally it makes the world around me flow with more ease because I am not trying to jump in there and control it I am better able to sit back, watch, and observe and just let everything flow and just take in information and and connect my own dots and the things that I need to see and, and figure out how to articulate the energy that I'm picking up on. And yeah, there's, it's, it's really interesting to be where I am right now and... I'm, I'm really in awe of myself in the most humble way possible because I remember, and it wasn't very long ago, the small version of me that, that was petrified to be heard by other people. I can remember feeling like there are certain things you don't talk about. I remember feeling like there is nobody that really wants to see me or really wants to listen to me. And all of those things definitely stem back to childhood, but there's been reinforcements over the years. And feeling like I've been reaching for other people to hear me started to bring me to this place of utmost discomfort where I gave up that effort to then hear myself. And that's been like (laughs) the trick or the life hack all along is, is, uh, it's, I just see this like game of charades 
in my mind where you're trying to act things out for people to guess them and they're completely off the mark and you're like, how the fuck are you not getting this? Like, my fingers are like this. It's like a crocodile. (laughs) And then it was like, you know, you just, you just learn to stop playing that game and, uh, and know for yourself that, uh, you see it (laughs) and that's what matters. And yeah, returning everything back to yourself is such a power move because that is the only way things really do move for you. When you take your life back into your own hands by how you nurture yourself. That is a game changer. If you tap into your mind-body connection, as well as your spiritual one, it's... It's like the Power Rangers, if you ever watch the Power Rangers, when individually, yeah, they're strong, but collectively, when they make that big... Oh my god, I'm going to butcher this. But um, Zorg is coming to my mind and I don't even know if that's actually what it's called. I'm going to Google it because I watched Power Rangers as a kid. And I feel like I should know this. Power Rangers. Um, what the heck do you call that thing? Um, what do the Power Rangers... What do the Power... Rangers morph into Zordon gives them the ability to transform into a superhuman fighting force known as the Power Rangers. Oh, (laughs) this provides them with formidable abilities and an arsenal of weapons, as well as colossal assault vehicles called Zords, which can combine into a giant humanoid machine known as the Megazord. That is the word I was going for, Megazord. So... I was kind of in the realm. (laughs) But this is also something that I do on the daily where if something pops into my mind, I will go and research more of it. Because it is incredible the fact that we have Google at our fingertips. You can research everything and anything, really. It's changing changing our world. And I feel really grateful um, to have had the example of my dad he was a research nut it was really funny and sometimes also really annoying (laughs) because when you would when you would get into like a debate or an argument with that man he would leave the room and then come back however long later with some prints out from some with some printouts with the findings of his research to support his argument and uh yeah, it, it definitely cleared up a lot of debates, but it was also um, it was also really nice, of course, those moments where um, he would he would come around and was like, no, the information I had was incorrect and, and I have new information now. So it was educating himself, too, which I loved. And so I'm really, really, really grateful to have that attribute um, where I am willing to change my mind on things if there is greater evidence supported 
And that is being in the flow and that is releasing control around things as well as coming to deep understanding that um, more than one thing can be true at one time. Uh, Really recognizing that feelings and emotions are just passing through. They're not who you are. They're literally a moment. They're a moment in your life. And as I've really allowed myself to recognize how I've been feeling internally, that has been a a level of self-care to witness myself in a state of distress and then ask myself, what is it I need in order to help myself move through this state of distress in a healthier way. (laughs) I have burps coming up and, and that's also a sign for me of moving energy. Burps, yawns, um, yeah, you can even say farts. (laughs) Your body's moving stuff through. Um, I digress. Where was I going with that? I mean, everything flows as it's supposed to, right? Oh, the the beautiful use of the word and. I'm pretty sure I had a podcast on this in the last season. The use of the word and. That is valuable. That is super valuable. Okay, well... Let's dive into some cards. I have a few decks around me here, and I love to use cards as part of my daily practice because it brings me a center of focus. When we wake up in the morning, I don't know about you, but for me, it is not my favorite time of day. And that is because I've never had a morning where I've really had time for myself. And I know for a lot of people, especially with kids, young kids, that you wake up when they wake up, that's not always um, a possible experience in your current state. But in mine, it is, and that's what I have to talk about, so... That's where I'm coming from. Um, But you are able to take in whatever it is that I have to offer and adapt it to your specific situation however you see fit. That's something that I really advocate for where you know what it feels like to be in your body. You and your body may be in a different place than me and mine. Everything that I offer is from my own experience. So it's tried and tested by me but also through my own situation so it reminds me of that book eat pray love by elizabeth gilbert she wrote about it in her book big magic and that book is incredible i think i've referenced it before on this podcast as well check it out if you haven't but eat pray love she goes on this journey and she goes to these different places in the world i haven't read the book so don't come for me if I <laughs> fuck this up. But the gist of it is she has this experience and she writes about it. And there are people that have tried to recreate the experience by going to those specific places. And it's not that 
it was because of those places that brought her those experiences. It was, it was her own experience in those places, if that makes sense. So it's, it comes back to her own energy. She was transmuting her own energy through the different interactions that she had with the different people. Um, yes, there is absolutely some energy in the lands there as well that will shift some things, but she has her own unique blueprint for her own life. And those were the, the ingredients for her that were going to unlock those specific things that she chose to write about. And same is going to be said for you where you're going to experience something and the lessons that you learn through it, the, the, the valuable things that you come out with through the other side can feel similar to another person's story, even if their story sounds, sounds dramatically different to yours. So I like to look at it as like the skin over the energy. <laughs> the skin, this external material surface um, of this world that you can visually see with your eyes. That is the skin, but then the energy is is what you can feel internally. And that's unseen connections is is making those internal connections. It's spiritual communication, feeling energy, working with the laws of universe. Everything is just tapping into your own bodily senses. So flexing your mental strength through committed focus and understanding that moving the body freeing up some energy, freeing up some space is what can help bring in that mental focus. That's what can strengthen your mind. That's why I teach so strongly in yoga classes and even sometimes through the breath work that I offer you here, detailed guidance to bring you into your mind-body connection so that you're strengthening that pathway, that neural pathway, so that it becomes more easeful every time you come back to it to the point where that starts to become your automatic response through stressful situations or through situations that are requiring your deeper presence. Unlocking your body's nervous system from its fight flight, freeze, and fawn response is taking fucking control of your life. And to break free from those responses because I'm safe to say every single one of us is moving through that in some aspect or another in our lives at this current time. That is where you can be a calm, rooted tree within the storm. That is where you are able to navigate some conflicting experiences or conversations. That is where you are going to be able to express what is on your heart without blashing out at other people. That is where you're going to be able to also hear what other people have to say and what's on their heart. And it's where you're going to be able to decipher what is yours and what isn't yours. Um, have some discernment around 
does this feel true for me? Does this feel like where I'm being called to walk towards getting in tune with your body? I can't, like I can't can't express my passion for that enough and you can hear it in my voice and I've learned how powerful my voice really is. I've learned how I am able to articulate a lot of internal experiences because I've had to put it into a lot of practice because I've been stuck in a large cycle forever (laughs) of um, survival. And survival led me to burnout at the end of 2022. And burnout, which... I've also recently um, been reminded was once upon a time called Shell Shock. And I believe it was George Carlin. I listened to a YouTube video from him. And he talks about Shell Shock came from the battlefields. And it came from someone having a very overwhelming experience. And then we started to, to soften the language to comfort other people around our experiences and so shell shock um, became something else became something else became something else became something else to the point where we now label it as PTSD post-traumatic stress disorder and when I hear that word too it doesn't bring you the feeling in the body that makes you really understand unless you've had an experience with PTSD and then you kind of have some sort of idea But even then, I feel like it's a far reach. So PTSD, burnout, it's all the same thing. Shell shock. Shell shock just has that. You can hear it in the hard K, in the hard CK. Just the fluidity of that word, shell shock. You can feel it in your body. And my body screamed at me so loud that I couldn't ignore it. So I started to listen to it and become my own friend. And stop trying to do everything for everybody else. Especially hoping that they would see me in my efforts. And I would start to see myself in my efforts and my value started to increase because I realized how fucking great I am. (laughs) Started to realize how much love I offer people. Um, And it's not that I didn't, didn't know anything. It's just I knew like a... I knew a smaller layer than I feel I do now. And even now, I know that I'm still building that awareness around myself. And it's funny that at this point in time, I don't feel that charge anymore like I used to when it comes to talking about myself so um, earnestly. I think 
we were conditioned out of talking about ourselves in that manner where you know yourself, where you have learned yourself. And there's absolutely things that I am still becoming aware of. So it's not to say I have everything figured out, but I'm learning what I like, what I dislike. I'm learning what my needs are in terms of like when a baby cries and you're trying to figure out, do they need to be fed? Do they need to have a diaper change? Do they need a nap? It's that kind of thing where I'm tuning into myself to figure out my own needs of, do I need a nap? (laughs) Do I need to eat some food? Do I need to go out for a walk? Do I need to reconnect with nature? Do I need to have a loving, supported conversation with somebody that I really trust? Do I need to pull some cards and find a greater focus because my mind is fucking everywhere right now. And the momentum that I mentioned previously, when you wake up that you are starting to build, that's a part of the momentum. And when the days feel really heavy when you wake up in the morning, if you're like me, and even in the midst of kids and chaos and what have you, There are still things you can do for yourself. Like, I like to have tea in the morning. And when I drink my tea, I notice the warmth of it in my hands. I notice the warmth of it as I swallow. I notice how it warms me up from the inside out. Um, And it's just practicing the invigorating of my senses you can do that with anything when you step outside your door and just before you're running into the car just take a five second pause take a deep breath in through your nose and out through your mouth close your eyes really feel yourself into it or even just stand there with your hands over your heart and take a take a gentle breath for yourself just to feel that air once again moving in through your throat moving out of the body. Maybe there's smells that you pick up on. You can feel the temperature on your skin. If you can really connect into your senses, this brings you into a grounded state where you're better able to to move through your day in, in a less reactive way. You will find greater clarity. You will have perhaps room for more curiosity of those that you are in relationship with, or maybe you're feeling better able to share something that's on your heart, whether it's admiration for somebody that you've, that you've been thinking about for a long time, but you've never actually said, say it, I promise you. It is one of the, the greatest conversations you can have to fan another person's flames, to... That is that is the flow of abundance, you know, to know that you will get what you give and also releasing the expectation of how that is to operate. So I'm at a place now where I try not to force anything as much as I am 
able to. So that is a practice of also receiving. Receiving is not something that I uh, grew up with. It is something that I've had to work for, which sounds strange. You have to work for receiving. <laughs> but it is it is working with my nervous system to be able to um, receive without guilt and receive with gratitude and trusting that if other people didn't want to give, then they wouldn't. And trusting also that if they are perhaps overgiving and then they get frustrated about it, then that is a part of their lesson to learn within their own sense of boundaries. You know, I'm going to trust that other people are going to take care of themselves. And I am trusting that I'm taking care of myself. And sometimes when you have people that are capable of seeing you in moments of... of <laughs> the word flusteration <laughs> came to my mind. <laughs> so we're going to roll with that. When somebody notices that you're in a moment of flusteration, it's where you slip into a response, like a trigger, um, a fight, flight, freeze, or fawn response. And everything starts to sound murky and you're hyper-focused on this one thing and it induces fearful thoughts. It induces maybe shortness of breath. Um, you might even notice that your teeth are clenching. All of these things are things to pay attention to because it is your body's response to a stimulant of some sort. <laughs> and sometimes the stimulant is casting back to a previous place in your life that you had an overwhelm and this moment where it's reoccurring in your present state is here to offer you the opportunity to look at it in your present state outside of that previous past harmful one. And so without even needing to truly dig into where the root of it came from, if you can just start by helping yourself in this moment, you just need to get yourself calm first. And then you can start to pin your own dots of perhaps where that originated from. And even if your mind doesn't travel down that road, the fact that you are helping yourself in the present moment it is energetically rippling back into the past experience as well. And time is time is irrelevant. <laughs> you time is irrelevant. Your body is responding to things as if it's if is it as if it's happening in your current moment. So if you had a large overwhelm when you were a child, if you had a traumatic experience and traumas they don't look like any one thing. It really is the internal experience. Um, it is having this internal storm. And uh, there's no real calming of the waters after 
the storm has passed. And so you're still on hyper alert as if you're going through the storm. And sometimes it's not until adulthood that we are able to have the space and wherewithal and experience and understanding and interactions and sharing stories with one another that we can truly recognize what it was we went through to be able to recognize what was going on around our internal storm that would make sense for us to have had that reaction. And so a piece of us kind of gets fractured and stuck in the timeline there (laughs) and your body is still living there and it'll show up in your life maybe at different times and it's usually through a pattern (laughs) and finding your ability to observe yourself and witness when you're in these patterns witness when you're in these spirals witness when your mind is going through the loops the panic attacks, the fearful revelations. (laughs) When you're feeling like you're moving through a fog and you just have hardly any energy for anything, you... It's taking everything within you to feed yourself, to get out of bed in the morning, to have a shower, get outside, go for a walk. You know, when it when it feels like you are moving through molasses, <laughs> that is a sign that you really need to take some tender care with yourself to treat yourself the way you are hoping others are going to treat you. You really do have to, in that regard, not rely on other people as much as you were able to, but if you are able to ask for help from some people, amazing. Sometimes you don't feel like There is the sense of help around the people you have in your life currently. Sometimes you find other sources like even Google. (laughs) Finding YouTube videos, finding classes around you, finding support groups, whatever, whatever the heck it is. Whatever you need that supports your healing in in a healthy, positive way where you're reaching for the things that make you feel good by also allowing you space to move through your hurt. You have to be able to... It's 11-11. (laughs) And my recording's at 43, which um, can be interpreted as love you because there is four letters in love and three letters in you. And so when you see one, four, three, it's I love you. And seeing ones 
For me, that's all about the, the direction of your focus, the intentions of your words and your thoughts and your mind. Your mind is so powerful. And that is essentially where I'm trying to get at here with everything that I'm offloading for you. It is getting into the mental strength, whether it's through the physical body of your mind-body connection, whether it's doing logical mind puzzles. Um, I started playing this game called Mastermind as well as Mancala with um, my kiddo. And... They're games that my dad used to play with me, so I brought them up to play with her from my mom's house, and she loves them, and she's getting so good at recognizing all the patterns, and I think it's awesome. I, she loves it. I love it, and sometimes we'll talk through the process of when we're guessing so that the other person can kind of hear where our thought process is, and I've been learning through that particular sharing, too. It opens you up to other ways of approaching things so remaining teachable and open to who your teachers might be that is important too if you just set this focus in your mind of okay I am really going to support myself here yes there is a little bit of effort on your part with the things that you're doing to help yourself and it's also um, the universe co-conspiring in your favor to let people with the information that you need to help yourself to cross your path and really truly understanding how everything is linked <laughs> it's fucking incredible everything is linked Nature, nature's linked, humans are linked, like the whole idea of oneness and collective is, it's really hitting me in a deeper way lately that I'm like, wow. And so with that notion, I'm also believing that because of, of the effects and the ripples that I'm noticing as I do take care of myself, as I do take time to have space for me to process, to sit in my own energy as I allow myself to slow down and move towards the things that make me feel good, as I feel my way into the vortex, I am such a, a bright, shinier, expansive version of myself. It's, it's where I feel free from the grips of survival and I'm able to bring what's actually <laughs> deep within me out here to the surface for everybody else to hear it, to see it, to experience it. And that's been the that's been the wildest excavation process over the last few months that I am retelling you here in this podcast. We were gonna draw some cards. <laughs> and see, look at that. Even even just with the intention of doing so, more information just floods through. I love it. Okay, let's actually draw some cards here. What, uh, I have four decks. Keep looking at this Lantern Oracle, so we're gonna go with that. 
And uh, I think the question that we're going to ask is just, yeah, anything to add to this energy or, or confirmation of this energy that we're currently moving through? We'll just ask for the strongest messages. And I like to shuffle until things fall just because I feel like it uh, is more exciting. <laughs> okay, let's see. We have uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight cards. I've been pulling eight cards often. And I find that to be a really interesting balance. Okay. So we have eternal gatekeeper. Acknowledge, assert, and protect what is right for you. And then we have spirit self. Be who you are as you are. And then we have transitions. You have all of the inner resources you need to cross whatever bridges arise on your path. And then we have Melting Mask. Allow your spirit self to shine through the many rules you fulfill. We have Inner Life, card number 43. <laughs> your inner life is a garden to be cultivated. And then we have the card Moving Forward. The first step is taken within our stillness. The next card is number 11. It's Metamorphosis. Power and strength lie within our surrender to change. And then the last card is Strength of Vulnerability. True power lies at the root of a perceived weakness. I used to think that my anxiety was a weakness. I used to think that my sensitivity was a weakness until I learned how to harness the power of it. Until I learned how to befriend it. <laughs> Versus try to divert from it. And that is a metamorphosis right there. We are in a huge state of transition right now. The energy is nothing like we have ever experienced before. Every day is magical if you are open to seeing that magic. If, uh, <laughs> my mom's trying to call me right now. Mom, I can't. <laughs> I'll call you back. <laughs> um, the melting mask, allowing your spirit self to shine through the many rules you fulfill. Your spirit self is, is just the one that is in tune with your own senses. In tune with your own mind, body, spirit. I've felt the pendulum swing between the different sides of scientific and substantial evidence and lengthy research and then swinging over into this intuitive, spiritual, like, the word fluffy language is coming to my mind, but then also through some of the darkness, finding that true balance of yin and yang, the balance of light and dark where you, I'm not afraid of the dark anymore. And I used to be afraid of the dark 
when I was a kid, literally. The dark used to freak me out until I learned how to turn on the flashlight. (laughs) And the flashlight is both literal and metaphorical. And to turn on the flashlight, you also have to have to be willing to look at whatever it is that is lurking in the shadows to dissolve the fear around it by actually looking at it and as you look at it and you start to get curious you start to learn and as you learn There's a greater understanding, a greater awareness. There's greater expansion. You dissolve the fear. Because now you have information. Whatever that information might be. And then once you have information versus just the body's senses that are picking up on something in the room. Then you get to sift through it with the logical mind as well as integrate it into your physical experience through your body. This eternal gatekeeper card, acknowledge, assert, and protect what is right for you. This is... This is that idea of go your own road. Know that only you know what it feels like to be inside of your own experience. People can live through similar experiences. People can be in the same experience as you, but they're going to have their own understanding of it. Their own experience with it because they have their own unique blueprint of how they're going to interpret things based on what they've gone through in their childhood, based on what they have going on at home, based on the triggers that are rising to the surface, based on are they in fight, flight, freeze, fawn response themselves? Are they somebody that's taking care of themselves so that they can be grounded, so that they can hear what it is you have to say without taking things personally? Because a lot of times there's just a lot of projections that happen and we take things personally because, well, I mean, we are in a relationship with people and sometimes some actions, there's always a reaction. There's always, with every choice, there's a consequence and, and there's no real need to have that title of good and bad around it. Um, if you just think of everything as, as a neutral you have to also move through the emotional energy to get to the neutral. So moving through the emotional hurt is important. And when you don't and you just get to this um, like logical perception of things, that's what we call spiritual bypassing. <laughs> when you're not actually sifting through the discomfort and that is different from 
taking a break. Because when you are in this gigantic ball of frozenness, or maybe you feel like you're on fire and everything is like burning away or you feel frozen in time and and your internal world is taking over everything then you need to address that you need to allow yourself to come back to a state of calm first so that you are able to look at things Um, after moving some of the emotional energy. And it works in layers. Rome wasn't built in a day. (laughs) There's this tarot reader that I watch on YouTube a lot, and her name is the White Feather Tarot. She is fantastic. She is the very first tarot reader that I ever listened to on YouTube. Um, She is just, she speaks from her heart. She has so much love and tender care to offer. She has this phrase that she uses all the time and now it's stuck in my head because it's so great and she just says, um, little by little, a little becomes a lot. And how true is that? Little by little, a little becomes a lot. When you are facing what feels like a crisis, Slowing down feels like the absolute opposite of what you may have in your mind to do. But it's also the thing that will save you. Even if you're able to just slow down for five minutes. Take that rebellious act. <laughs> the rebellious act from the, uh, the constructs of the world around us that... Only when you are doing, are you being productive? And if you're not being productive, then you're a lazy member of society. <laughs> but that is, that's the trick, the trickery. When you slow down, you are better able to think. You are better able to navigate the strong waters and emotions. Everything really is just coming back to learning yourself. Be who you are as you are. And sometimes who I am is a gigantic ball of holy fuck. (laughs) I'm really scattered right now. My brain is everywhere and I can't really think straight. And when I have those moments now, I allow myself to acknowledge them. And once I acknowledge them and I see myself while I'm in the shit, that casts off a huge layer that melts a lot of the ice. And if I'm able to express that, if I'm around somebody else, if I'm able to express like, this is what I'm going through right now, it invites the opportunity for them to be aware that it's not about them. And also perhaps they are able to offer support or at least maybe understanding that I just need to go take care of myself and I'm in a place now where I feel like I I know pretty well how to take care of myself so just trusting me to do that really does become as if you're your own parent and this is 
all very similar to what the holistic psychologist talks about. And it is through my own personal experience that I am able to articulate the energy of what I went through and am going through. And I see so many other people going through what you may even be going through yourself in in your own skin. <laughs> Literally. And figuratively. We are so much more alike than we are different. And when we are able to come to see that about ourselves it helps us soften with other people as well it helps us also uphold our own boundaries understanding that sometimes providing space for yourself will also provide space for other people. And space is where magic can happen. (laughs) But it also depends on somebody's mental strength too. If there is a lack of mental exercise then the mind can take over and the stories can take away. They can take away from the truth of a situation or they can take away from seeing a person in front of you because you're so trapped in your own experience, um, trapped in your own hurt. And... That's that whole idea of where bullies come from, essentially. That saying of hurt people hurt other people. (laughs) Or hurt people hurt people is the phrase. But somebody somewhere along the way has to be able to recognize their own hurt to then create a boundary and maybe even express to the other person that caused the hurt what happened but in a lot of places you weren't able to articulate what you've experienced because when somebody's so deep in their own shit they're not able to hear from a calm place And it's possible that the spiral is still spiraling out of control. We have to reach a place where we are so uncomfortable that we're reaching for change. Or that place where we've tried everything else. So fuck it, I'm going to try this and see what happens. (laughs) Lots of times we get into that place. I know that uh, it's definitely where I got to with, with burnout. You know what, I've tried tried this and this is what that got me. So fuck, what if I give this a go and see what happens? And usually it's that that last 
choice, that last decision that you don't really want to have to go through. <laughs> but um, we're going to see if these other options work here first. And, and even if you do go that road where you're trying all these other things first, you're just gaining more and more information until you do figure out, okay, this is the choice for me. So have compassion. Have compassion for your own experience, especially if this is new for you. Change, change is the only thing that's inevitable in life, but it does definitely bring up some discomfort. It uh, <laughs> makes you want to crawl out of your own skin sometimes. It can also make you want to hide away. It can make you want to retreat. And if you can take some space for yourself and... Again, tend to your own mind, body, spirit. You can reconnect with yourself. That's the goal. Reconnection to yourself. Reconnection to source, nature, earth, spirit, whatever. Reconnect to the energy. Reconnect to the unseen. That's <laughs> like... I laugh because I'm... I'm I think it's hilarious that this feels like... A secret and yet it's not. Like if you remember years ago when The Secret first came out. I don't even remember what The Secret's about. But I feel this is in that similar area of, of The Secret. It's just, it's reconnection. Reconnection to your body senses. Reconnection to your inner experience. Reconnection to all of that truth that lives inside of you. That you have been... Um, told otherwise to listen to for one reason or another from another person or another from you know one society or another like it's we don't have to use history for a place to blame necessarily more so than if we use history as a place to learn what to do differently because we've tried this. This is what we learned. <laughs> what did we learn? <laughs> How can we change the pattern for a different result, right? If you are in a state where you're noticing that you're not getting results, then you gotta, you gotta either switch something up or you have to commit to something because maybe you're changing your mind too quickly in terms of like I'm giving up you gotta give yourself some real good effort to learn something if you're not learning something then maybe you're not done yet <laughs> patterns always return and they always gives us um, opportunities to make different choices if that's what's required of us so, yeah, observing a state of transition is what we're in right now. We are in a huge liberation of our survival mechanisms on a very collective global scale because as we regain our inner worlds, we are less easily manipulated by people that um, are purposely triggering your own 
fight, flight, freeze, and fawn responses. And when you establish your own grounded place, you're highly unlikely to be, be manipulated. You're clearer. You're able to see things. You're not swept away by your own emotions. And when you aren't swept away by your own emotions, you can also um, stay rooted through experiencing other people's emotions and recognizing when you need to move some energy so that you come back to a regulated state. And if you have kids, involve them. Please teach them. Show them through your own example of how to soothe themselves in a healthy way by taking the lead. If you were never shown because maybe it wasn't the generation that was going to learn that stuff, and we are, that is a gift that you are paying forward. And... This is also how we reduce, we, we reduce so much in the world. We really bring people back to inner peace. And it starts with you. You are the ripple, just like me. I'm sharing all this information right now, right? All from my own experience, all from taking charge of my determined place to save myself to love myself more than anybody else ever has because I was tired of waiting for everybody else to do the job that was reserved for me. <sighs> well, I think we're going to wrap things up there. <laughs> so this was the first episode of season two. And I, again, am so grateful for the last season. We did 17 episodes. And we had one guest, one of my beautiful friends, Natalie. Feel free to check out anything in the past. And always know that anything that you gravitate towards, there's always, there's always a reason for it. There's always something in there for you. And as much as I have changed and evolved and grown since all of those podcasts and I've lived through so many more things, <laughs> you can even hear um, the growth in my own voice now. So you can go back and compare and contrast if you want, or there's going to be a message in there for you that you need to hear that is going to be helpful for where you are right now. So... Again, that beautiful world and all things can exist. All things serve a purpose. And things are working out for you. Shift your mindset into looking at what you do want. As Abraham Hicks talks about sending off those rockets of desire. You're feeling your energy awareness, the laws of energy and understanding your own body that will unlock so many things for you. I am so excited to take you deeper on this journey this season. We are just going to start there. I hope you have a fabulous, fabulous, <laughs> have a fabulous day. 
<laughs> Hope you have a fantastic day. Um, we have 111 on the recording right now. It'll be different because I have an intro that uh, messes with the numbers. But I think that's a fantastic place to close shop. So take care, my friend, until next time. Thanks for listening to Unseen Connections.